0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for being a listener and being someone who's willing to put up with this hybrid accent of mine. I've just realized, well, I haven't just realized, I've been thinking about this recently, that I've been now over well over 25 years in the United States. So it's been a long, it's been a long time. In fact, look at it, it's actually coming up on 28 years in the United States. So that's a long freaking time. Some of you aren't even 28 years alive. So anyway, I digress. I wanted to get into this week's subject, but before I do so, I want to tell you about a live event I'm doing at a very cool spot. Okay. So it's a little mini workshop that I'm doing here in Florida with the writer's block bookstore. And it's at the Sobo Art Gallery in beautiful, very beautiful downtown Winter Garden, Florida, which is just on the outskirts of Orlando. And, you know, this is like an old fire station. It's now an art gallery, right? So it's a very cool setting. And that's going to be happening on February 10th, okay? February 10th at 6.30 p.m. at the Sobo Art Gallery Winter Garden, 127 South Boyd Street in Winter Garden, Florida. If you're in or Orla- if you're in Orlando, fuck Orlando, if you're in Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville, Miami, wherever, I expect you there. There you go. So if you're anywhere in Florida, I expect you there. Why do I expect you there? I expect you there because you know, these things are all too rare, but for another reason. You can't say you're out to live an extraordinary life if you're not out to do extraordinary things. So for some of you, it might be, you know, fucking jumping in the car and driving two hours, God forbid. But I really want you to get like, like everything in life, you and I live our lives encumbered by reasons. So I'm not even just talking about this. I'm just talking about we're encumbered by reasons, excuses, justifications. The life you want lives outside of that. You have to set all that aside. And do what matters to you. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. You have to set all that shit aside and do what matters to you. Now, I know some of you might say, "Oh, I'd love to go to this thing," or "I can't." Da, 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 da. Then make it fucking happen. Like everything in life, you have to make shit happen. It's not going to be convenient. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be la la. It's not going to line up. Right, and on and on and on. You want to do extraordinary things. You can't keep holding yourself to an ordinary level. Now, of course, this isn't just about this event on February 10th in Winter Gardens. This is about you and life in general, which dovetails perfectly right into what I want to talk to you about today. This is a number of years ago. I'm, I'm recollecting something here. But it was someone in my life, an important person in my life. This is probably close to 10 or 11 years ago. When someone in my life said to me, you know, maybe you should just blah, blah, blah. When it was time for me to, when I was really looking at what was next for me in terms of my career. Okay. This person said, maybe you should just blah, 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 blah. Now, what they suggested was a job. Okay. Which is fine. I'm not, that's not a problem. But it was kind of like dismissive of all the work that I'd done to that point, right? I'd already established myself as pretty effective at what I do and had people who would pay me to do that, you know, all this stuff. And I was a little shocked by this person's response. It was kind of like they underestimated me or. What they suggested was what they thought I had the capacity for. I know some of you live your life like, I'll fucking show them that I'll get even. and Which is fine as a context, okay? It's not fine as a way of life. I'll show you is fine as a context, but you have to realize that whenever you make that kind of statement or that kind of promise, it's really all about you. It's not about them. Right? And if you make it about them, then you'll end up being burdened by resentment. Which is not a good thing. Never a good thing. So I realized, though, this wasn't about me proving them wrong and, you know, railing against that. and Being insulted or fucking disrespected or some shit like that. Which is, I want you to get, that's where most people go with stuff like that, right? Right? Like, fucking hell, I've just been underestimated. or Holy shit, they've just diminished me and, you know, that, that, that. Now, as you know, I take an alternative view to things. I don't take the same view that everybody else does. I tend to take a much more philosophical direction in life. What I addressed was, and where I came from about this whole thing was, what the fuck have I done in my life that would make this person think that that was an appropriate suggestion? Who have I been? How have I related with life? with people, with this person, with myself in such a way that the words coming out of that person's mouth, they thought applied to me. I don't blame them. I completely looked at myself, who I had been, that they would relate to me in such a way. See, you've heard that thing, right? Other people's opinion of me is none of my business, right? That's a fine context at times. That is a fine context. And all it is is a context, by the way. It's not the truth. It's a context. It's a way for you to realign something in your mind such that you get empowered. I took a different approach. My approach was, no, what you said matters to me. And I'm going to use what you said as a way to examine myself. Like for me to take a good, long, hard look at myself How am I forming the views of others? In what way am I forming your view of me? Well, you know, every fucking week you listen to this podcast, I'm forming your view of me. You have a very defined view of who I am, who I'm not, what I do, what I don't do, based on what? Based on the podcast and maybe a book or two or five you've read. But all of that's coming from me to your ears or your eyes. That's coming from me. I'm giving you something for you to base your view of me on. So I said, Well, what have I given this person? What have I presented this person with that that was the way they related to me? Why didn't they relate to me like, Holy shit, no, you need to do that, blah, 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 blah. You're such a talent. You've done all this shit and, you know, nothing, nothing. Now you should go get a job at, and they named the place. And again, nothing wrong with working at that place but I really felt as if at that time in my life I had really proved who I am and what I'm about. And you know what? I was wrong. I hadn't proved who I was. I'd given a glimpse. I hadn't proved my potential to anybody. I hadn't proved my capability, my strength, none of that stuff. And I want you to consider that all that Haters and the naysayers, and that whatever they are about you, the people who doubted you or doubt you, stop blaming them. The fuck's it got to do with them? Who have you been that this is how they relate to you? And again, if you've been around the podcast long enough, you know this isn't about blame. It's never about blame with me, by the way. We should get a fucking t shirt made of that, right? It's never about blame. Never. It's always about finding new context, about finding new places to position yourself where you could get some juice out of that. A new quote unquote truth for you. So anyway, that day, and I remember that day vividly, I fucking took myself on. Again, not out of of resentment, not not out of proving a point to this person, but finally dealing with who I would need to be in the eyes of the world for this stuff to become my reality. I needed to be someone in the world like you do. And you might say, well, I don't want to be some, you know, fucking best-selling awesome. I just want to get, you know, a good career. And Yeah, you need to be someone in the world. The people around you must start seeing you as that. And until they do, you're not that. And the moment they do, you're that. And I know that's a departure from a lot of the stuff you've heard. I I don't care. That's what Heidegger said, right? There is only being in the world. There's only being in the world. Whatever your world might be, at work, at home, your friends, your family, your organizations, your circle, how do they relate to you? What have you been doing that left them with that? What are you now going to need to do? Who are you going to have to show up as? I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm looking at a fucking stack of books right now that came out of that conversation I had with that person. And none of that happened because fucking some miraculous intervention from. An unworldly source. It was a time where I finally confronted who I've been being to the degree that I've been being it, that maybe the level that I thought I was at, I wasn't quite there. And again, this isn't about people's opinions. You have to get like somebody says, Oh, I think you're good at this. It's not about somebody's opinion, it's about the way in which they relate to you. Where do they see you? Not specifically like, you know, these are your strengths, these are your weaknesses, but like, how do they relate to you? And if how they relate to you is not in alignment with how you see yourself or see your future or whatever, you got some fucking work to do, right? I mean, people will say to me, you know, I did a speaking event a couple of weeks ago. It was a private one. And the person said, you know, one of the top personal development experts in the world, I'm only that because that fucking person said I am. No, I need to go on that platform and talk from that place where they spoke. I need to go talk from there. I can't talk from my concerns. I have to speak from the place where they presented me as. I have to rise to the fucking challenge. And that's the same with you. You need to create who you are Until such times that the world agrees with that. Because that, my friend, is when who you are and what you're up to aligns with a fucking universe. Until then, you've got work to do. All right, we're going to go on a short break. We'll be back in just a moment with our question from the nation. As usual, if you want to be part of Unfuck Nation, if you want to be featured on the show, if you want like some question answered or a conundrum or a subject discussed 646-450-3203 you can call or text that number connect at garyjohnbishop.com or visit us on the website unfucknation.com back in a minute
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of the show. This week's question... Is from somebody who I took a question from this person before, but they've, they sent me another message and it's related to uh, love unfucked. So I wanted to deal, not that I want to solve all the problems in this person's life, but I think they ask a really valid question. And actually, it is addressed in the book, but not directly. Okay. So anyway, this is from Jerome. And he says, I have a question regarding your new book, which I bought. And read. First, compliments for again writing a new perspective about such a complex subject as relationships. Now, what I'm dealing with is I recognize a lot in the book about myself. I think I'm committed to the relationship I have with my wife and manage myself as well. But the thing is, sex, she seems unable to get a breakthrough there no matter what we try. It's just not happening. So almost a year now with no sex, although we're together for eight years or so. Is there anything I can do to get things back on track? Or is this a deal breaker in the making? Really confusing and difficult to get my thoughts right on what to do next. Kind regards, Jerome. Okay. So, Jerome, this could well be a deal breaker for you. And we talk about deal breakers in the book in in a way that I don't think anyone else has addressed them. Right. So a deal breaker is when you, it doesn't mean the deal's off. It means you're going to look at the deal that you've got now and you're going to see, oh, this is one of those things where I might well be breaking this deal that I have with you, right? This relationship, which I know seems so drastic for some people, but I want you to realize one of two things. And your relationship, you're either going to have the relationship you want or not. That's what it comes down to. And if it's not, that doesn't mean it's over. But it certainly means you have to wake up to the relationship that you have and deal with whether you're going to participate in it moving forward. And if you are, then you are, and that's fine, or not. Now, it sounds to me like maybe your partner might have some work to do, that they might be working on themselves or working through some things, which is okay, or not. But what you have to really come to terms with is, and get really real with yourself about, like, if this is a breakthrough that your partner's interested in having, then you might want to support them with that and, you know, give them whatever they need in terms of, again, the kind of support that one would require to cause a major breakthrough in intimacy like this. Or if not, you're at the spot where you're going to say, well, if I'm going to do this for the rest of my life, I need to realize what I'm buying myself into. Right? This isn't, this might not be something you're willing to continue with. So it would lack integrity on two fronts. One, the first lack of integrity would be to continue and pretend that this is okay with you. Like this is, you know, you become some sort of martyr to your own relationship, which won't serve you or your partner, or you'll get into this, you know, fucking blame thing. So I think you really need to start looking at the relationship that you thought you were getting yourself into That's not the one you have. And if this is one where you're being intimate and being sexual with your partner is absolutely critical to you, then I think you both need to look at the degree to which this thing is actually working for either of you now. And then the facts, you can love somebody and realize that the relationship that you either want to have or have isn't possible. It's not possible. So those are the places where I'd be looking Jerome. I'd be looking at, okay, what what's the support my partner needs? Is this something that they are interested, the kind of breakthrough that they are interested in having? And you got to look at that for yourself. And if they are, then, you know, whatever's needed, wanted, required of you, an opportunity for you to step up to the plate. And if not, you have to look at the relationship you now have and whether that actually works for you or not. So you might be in deal breaker territory. So whereas... I wasn't specific about the subject of sex in a relationship. And I wasn't specific, by the way, deliberately, because I wanted people to understand that the components of love unfucked cover every aspect of your relationship. And it's as relevant and as important as any other part of a functioning, workable, evolving love relationship with another. So dig into those chapters again from that perspective and start to deal with the potential that this could be a deal breaker for you. Or it may be an opportunity for you to say, all right, this is the relationship that I have rather than the one that I in the back of my mind feels if I should have or want or whatever. This is the one that I have. And if I'm in it, as I say in the book, both fucking feet in my friend. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. As usual, if you want to participate in a future show, 646-450-3203, call or leave me a voicemail or text me. Email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. Reach out to us at the website, unfucknation.com. And don't forget to get your copies of Love Unfucked, Getting Your Relationship Shit Together. This book is doing just fucking ridiculously well, like flying off the shelves. And I really mean that, by the way, flying off the shelves. At the airport stores where it's stocked, it's already their bestseller, okay? So the book is doing fucking phenomenal. And if you haven't got your copy yet, make sure you got your copy. If you want to buy your copy for the other people in your life, like I know many of you are doing, then freaking do it, right? They're a great gift for people that are committed to making a difference with the other people in their lives. That's it for this week. Have a great one. I'll see you on the flip side.